bringing you a prophetic message. And I'm calling this message the open door of advancement. Open door of advancement. I'm bringing a very serious message. I want to show you that there are some people that are supposed to be dead. But because of what I want to preach today, they are still alive. We cancel every appointment with death in the name of Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm not dying anytime soon. I have to chop my money slowly. Huh? Write this down. We are in a moment when God is about to supply doors. Doors. Doors of entry. When I was getting this message, God said to me, son, there are people that the enemy cannot kill because of what I'm giving you to go and share with the church. May you be among us the people that cannot be killed by the devil. You will die when you are full of age and satisfied with life. Hmm? You know, there's some people, if you pray for them to die, they just begin to get fatter. They become fatter. Eh? Whoever is praying for you to die, you'll be fatter. Your selfies on Facebook will be terrorizing them. <laughs> hmm? Praise God. And I want to show you also why some things have been delayed. There are some things that were supposed to happen this year that will happen next year. I will show you why. Am I talking to anybody? Because you cannot struggle with a door which you have the key for. Any door that you have a key for, you don't struggle with the door. You cannot struggle. And I end the spirit of struggling. There are keys. Write this down. There are keys to the places you want to go. When I talk about supply of doors, it comes also with keys. I find that in the church, what is lacking mostly is not power. It is keys. So people in the church are powerful, shouting, praying in time. But... You cannot cast the darkness. All you need to do is light the candle. When you are dealing with darkness, you don't cast the darkness. If you cast the darkness the whole night, it will not go. But if you light a candle, you don't have to deal with the darkness again. Light shines in darkness and darkness cannot stop it or comprehend it. May you receive keys to your next level. Receive the light that will take you to your next level. Light is one of the things that I pray for. When I pray, Majority of my time, uh, is that a good English? Most of the time, most of my time, most of my time, I pray for one thing. Father, give me light. Give me light. Give me light. When there is no light, you find quarrels, arguments, struggle. But may God give us light this afternoon. Give me light. Give me light. Mm -hmm. Write this down. Light is knowledge. So don't walk out of here with a strange, mysterious meaning of what is light. Light is knowledge. When you have knowledge, we call you somebody that is enlightened. Knowledge. Yeah. If you are dating and you don't have knowledge, you will always be dumping and being dumped. Because it's a knowledge thing. It's a knowledge. Women are technologies. 
This is what I've realized in my 17 years with my wife. Women are like systems. You just need to punch in the right password. Pam, 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 and the lights come on. Hey, baby. <laughs> am I talking to anybody here? Men, am I helping you? Before you approach that beauty, get some light on you. Anyway, stay with your problems. Knowledge is the key to our next level. Once you access the next level, you need power to establish it. But for you to access, you need knowledge. And knowledge is light. Every problem is a wisdom problem. Yeah, it is wisdom and knowledge. Every problem you see is a knowledge problem. When you don't have the knowledge, you will blame your ancestors. My ancestors won't let me prosper. Demons are whatever, this and that. When you don't have knowledge, demonology kicks in. Are there demons? Yes. But not every problem is a demon problem. It's a knowledge problem. Huh? Touch your neighbor and say, hey, you need some knowledge. What happens when you get knowledge? I want to show you something. 2 Peter 1.10. 2nd Peter 1.10 I'm praying for you that light will come into your life that you will have a eureka moment before the end of this year your mind will just go off like this like a light bulb has gone on can you shout eureka eureka moment okay 2nd Peter yeah 1st Peter clear your throats ask your neighbor are you new in this church we clear our throats Clear your throat. <laughs> or you have fullized it. Okay, one, two, read. Therefore, Therefore, brethren. Be even more diligent. Be even more diligent to make, make your calling. And election sure. So you must know what is my calling. Make it sure. What is my calling? What is my election? The Bible is saying, make sure that you are diligent in this. Even before you marry, make sure you know this. Before you fall in love, know this. There's always a problem this side, but let me preach to these guys in there. Praise the Lord. Move my podium here. Praise the Lord that side. God has had mercy on you. Revival. <laughs> Brethren! Be even more diligent. Be very diligent. To make your call and election sure. Make your calling and, and your election sure. Like I am convinced this is why I'm here. Make it sure. And then the Bible in the next verse will shock you. Go to the next verse. For, For if you do these things, you will never stumble. You will never stumble. You will not fall. You will not be stranded. You will not be confused. You will not be in a dark place. You will know where you are and who you are. After you make your calling and election sure, you will never stumble. Go to the next verse. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly. Kumbe, the reason there is no entrance is because you are entering to do what? To take confusion there. You want to come in and date me and bring me confusion. <laughs> the door is shut because first of all, know some things about yourself. 
I am standing here as a prophet. I came to announce doors are now opening. And when you get in there, you will know exactly what to say and what to do. It's a mysterious thing. Look at this. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the, into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Read that last verse together. I want to go. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Most people are in prayer and fasting. And this is the prayer. Father, open a door for me. Open a door for me. Father, open a door for me. Actually, the Bible does not say God opens doors. It says he sets. The door, the door of God is not a door. It's a frame. It's a frame. It's a frame. He sets an open door that no man can shut. Do you know why? There is no door. It is a frame. I've set it and then I put your name on it. Go. Nobody can close it. It is open perpetually and eternally. May you find those doors in the name of Jesus which are open for you. Hey. Before the end of this year, there will be celebration in this church. Before the end of this year. How many of you remember in 31st during the Kesha? God said he's opening 5,000 doors. The word has come back to me again the way it came to Abraham. And God has said he's supplying doors. Receive your door of marriage. Receive your door of work and career. Why is the door delayed? Write this down. We are about to walk into prepared places. I want to show you a scripture that people quote when people die. When people die, people say, You buy a canary. His house was completed. John 14. Why did the person die? His house is ready. Why are you alive? Because your house is not ready. That is the logic. We are living because our houses, they don't have roofs. <laughs> Clear your throats and look up. Don't read your Bible, read mine. The big one. News and NIV. Unasoma Queen James. Can you clear your throats? One, two. This is the same way you used to behave in mathematics class. That's why you failed. Your teacher was telling you, read, you don't read. Okay, one, two, read it. Let, Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in believe God. In God. Believe also in Believe me. also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. Uh-huh. If, if it were not so, I would have told you. So the mansion is already there. I go to prepare a place for you. Go to the next verse. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will, I will come, come again and receive, receive you to myself. That, that where, where I am, there you may be also. And where, where I go to, you know. And the way you know. Look at this. This is not a scripture of rapture. This is a scripture when you are alive. In your father's house, there are many mansions. Never say things like the season is bad. It's not a good year. Access your mansion when you are still alive. 
You know, I saw God leading us as a church into prepared places. May God usher you into a prepared place. Let me tell you something that is very interesting. God makes places before he makes people. I want you to remember that. God makes places before he makes people. He would be a very irresponsible father to bring you here to stay in the, in the, in the sun and in the rain as he is making a house. That is why Adam, hey, Adam, where are you? Adam was created outside. He was created by God outside, but his garden, his house was made before. Before Adam was made by God, the garden was already ready. For everybody that is willing to believe me, God is about to throw you into a prepared place. That is why the problem with some beautiful girls, can I tell you what is the problem? You know my messages always have counseling. The problem is that you are a girlfriend and there is no girlfriend in the Bible. Whoever finds a wife finds a good thing. You must be a wife before you are even married. Thank you. You must also be a husband. of being a slave queen for a season has destroyed many people. I'm you need to be born and raised as a wife. My son is looking at me like this. Me. You're a husband. Coming up. So I want you to write this in bold letters in your notebook. God is ushering me into something that is already prepared. is taking me into a place that is already ready. Who is believing with me? You shall have houses you did not build. Vineyards you did not plant. The problem is that the system of education has taught us that everything you must do on your own. When he brought the children of Israel from Egypt, are you listening to me? They came out with the whole economy. They were slaves that were loaded. Because God will give you things that are ready. Get ready to own things that are ready. Okay, those of you that want to hustle, God bless you. But some of us have favor on our lives. That word hustle was good for, for campaigns and election. After that, no more. Let me not start rubbing Pastor Dennis the wrong way. Look at your neighbor, ask your neighbor, do, you, do I look like a hustler to you? Do I look like I'm hustling? And I'm hustling? Should I hustle maritally? Should I hustle career-wise? I'm inside places that are prepared. Can you imagine God giving slaves the economy of Egypt? Let me look for one person that believes what I'm saying. May God give you something that has been there for long. You know, I was talking to Manu. I don't know where he is today. Manu, where are you? Ah, how are you? And I was telling him, I see you buying businesses. I see you swallowing businesses that exist. It's a favor. 
you come into a level you begin to swallow things that are already there receive the swallowing anointing swallow what has been there before you I wanted to say something but I'm not going to say it there is treasure in the trash sometimes the system has made people fail who are not failed before God so some people are single mothers because of a system but in the mind of God they are wives okay let me not come there but where will they go you keep it sometimes okay I'm not hearing amen so the system can mess you up you can meet a man who is a father of a few children not because they wanted to be a single father a system manipulated them in the eyes of God that is the right person for you but in Sunday school you are taught if I know any better I should leave this subject right now I should leave this subject <laughs> so you find people in the church they are washed by the blood God has saved them from something but they have evidence of what they were in but it doesn't matter because they are the right person they are the right person and the church needs to stop talking against single parents I announce over every single parent there is hope for you in the next level I said there is hope for you in the next level single father there is hope for you single mother there is hope for you don't ever write anybody off because of the evidence of where they are coming from how is this message going write this out this is the year of glory and this is the year of greater works I was asking God what are you doing and God said to me something very interesting because this has been an interesting year almost a mysterious year God said to me something write this down the year of glory has started with himself the reason some things have delayed is because God is glorifying himself God has been parading. He's saying it's my year. It's my year. It's about me. It's all about so you sing. It's all about you. That I've come to confirm. It's all about me. Can everybody say it's all about you? Do you mean it? Do you know that is one of the most frustrating things you can enter? A place where it's all about God. So it's not about your choice for a partner. It's all about God. This has been a very mysterious year because it has been about God and he has stopped some things. Some things have delayed until next year. Until you get the point. Until you understand that he, he himself is he's reigning. Write this down. 2022, God has laid the foundation for all things to come to pass. 
especially here in Newbreed. This 2022, he has laid a foundation for everything to be built on. If you are new, just flow with us. Listen to me, guys. New breed, can you wave at me? Have you noticed that the only thing God has done this year is provide land for his purposes? Had a conversation with God. He has provided land and closed those to viosks. <laughs> Looking at your vision, he's saying, Stop, wait. You, it looks at your next level. He said, wait, it can wait. Lord, but you promised, wait. There's something I'm doing. Can you see it? <laughs> Write this down. God's glory is about God before it is about us. When God's glory manifests, it is first about him. And then second about you. God must get his glory. Bear with me, it's a scrambled egg. <laughs> because in the spirit, there is something called order. Order. In the spirit, listen, that is why you have scriptures like seek first the kingdom. And we don't understand what is seeking first. We just pray, Father, you said seek first, so I've come to pray in the morning. Seeking first the kingdom of God is a statement of priority. I am first. I know I said I'm coming, but I have come for me first. That's why nothing has been cancelled. Things have just been delayed. I thought somebody would clap your hands there. Nothing has been cancelled. It has just been delayed. Delayed gratification. Write this down. In the spirit there is order. And in the spirit there are conditions attached to providence. There are conditions attached to what God promised. Don't celebrate the promise before you know the condition. We have Christians who are dancing about prophecy, shouting about prophecy, but they don't know the condition for the prophecy. Give me the scripture. None shall lack a mate. Give me quickly. None shall lack a mate. Huh? <laughs> every promise every prophecy has a condition and I want to show you that our condition is the same it's the one that seek first what is that Isaiah 34 let's read Matthew 6 33 first I want to show you something keep that Isaiah there are orders in the spirit and the first order is that God must show up before you. Some of you have built houses and entered before a priest dedicated the house. Before somebody came and said that in this house you can now enter. Pentecostal nonsense. Pentecostals are funny. Eh? They'll buy a car and drive it. Nobody needs to pray over it. You believe it is your strength that gave you. Pentecostals will get a girl and marry. 
you don't see that a priest needs to come and say from now on the two shall become one you don't know that God is jealous and God is into order God has this thing thinking that even your marriage is fast so kuna bwana yesu na kuna bwana wewe and that is the problem that is why husbands have problems with churches husbands have problems with wives that are going to church because they don't understand there's another husband in heaven bwana yesu kuna bwana yesu na bwana dhumbi Matthew 6 33 clear your throats I want to talk to somebody that is about to become silly rich God is about to make you rich the way you have never thought before but he must come first are you listening to me I'm a prophet some things have been put on hold when the president is passing all traffic is put on the side you don't have to go to where you are going if the president is passing stay there and when you go and arrive late, you can say it was the president. Matthew 6, 33. Clear your throats. Want to go? But seek first the kingdom of God. Tafuteni kwanza ufalme wa mungu. And his righteousness. Nahaki yaki. And all these things shall be All these things shall be added to you. Now listen. God thinks marriage, addition. Money, addition. Becoming a millionaire, addition. Going to the next level, addition. If you can do the seeking fast, I will add things quickly. I'm preaching better than you are shouting. If you can master the art of God fast, God can speed up additions. And I want to prophesy the season of addition has come. But you will seek God fast. Look at that. I will add what you are supposed to hustle. You are supposed to hustle it. But I will add it. As long as you know what is fast. I will add it. Amen. That's why people don't understand men of God. People in the marketplace don't understand men of God. Also KRA does not understand men of God. They don't understand how a man can have things that his income cannot give him. You don't understand favor. You don't understand I can come out of Egypt with the economy of Egypt in one day. You will come and tell me, declare your wealth. How did you get this and this one? And I will tell you, I got favor. You don't understand it. In fact, there are people who are hard workers who hate men of God. Because how can he have that? Listen, there is a God that shows favor. God can give you overnight. We can go to sleep the same night and I wake up a billionaire and you wake up a pauper because there is favor and there is prepared places. Hey. Am I talking to anybody? Okay, the rest of you that want to hustle, God bless you. If you want favor, say favor! Sit down, let me show you something. Write this down. Seeking God Seeking God fast is entering a place of covenant. See, the reason people don't do it is because they don't know. Let me teach you. Seeking God fast 
is entering a place of covenant with him. And I like breaking down things that sound complicated. What is covenant? Covenant is that whatever you give me, you will be fast. Abraham, come out of your father's house. Come out of your country. Come out of your value system. I will make you great. But because of covenant, God will visit him and tell him, give me your son. Kill him. I want you to burn him because he is fast. Covenant, write this down. Seeking God first concerning priority. If you make me something, you will be everything. That's why some people have a problem with the president calling pastors to state house to pray for every bedroom. You don't know that without God, he would not be president. Not with the machinery that was in this country. And when you enter there and you find you are sitting there, you must call God, come and rule in Kenya. Because ha 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 ma ha ha singe apa. Are there people like that in this congregation? You know that what God is taking you, you cannot enter your own. I cannot. If you don't understand, you'll be saying things like, ah, you are making government too spiritual. No, it's a covenant. Let me leave that political stuff. Stretch your hands towards me. Say, Bishop, only you will give you permission to cancel us even politically. Thank you. By the way, I don't have a wheelbarrow at home. But my president is the one there with the wheelbarrow. Huh? Get me one. <laughs> Seeking God first is covenant. That is why some people cannot give tithe. You know why? Because you believe you got the money because you are learned. That's why you don't tithe. You don't have a covenant with God. I went to dedicate this house in Kitui. Palatial huh? home, state house, white. When I got there, they caught me all the way from Nairobi to Kitui. I said, tell everybody to come out of the house. They said, eh? Tell everybody to come out of the house, close the door and give me the key. That's how you dedicate. Come out. Come out. Everything, cats, dogs, mosquitoes, out. And then they gave me the key. And I hold the key like this. I said, now... I stand here as a priest of God and I knocked the door. The name of the Father of this it's not my house. I don't know how much it costs. But God has sent me to dedicate it. And I'm not asking about cement, about sand, about kokoto ballast. No. Get out. How can you stay here? Wait. I'm the one that led them inside. I bless this sitting room. By the way, I have those things. I pour oil like that. Bless this sitting room. I went to the bedroom. I said, there will be action in this bedroom. Never one day will there lack an erection in this bedroom. Never one day. I went to the kitchen. I said, poison will not enter this house. I went to every room. After that, I give them the key. 
Say, now it is your house. Putting God first. Seeking God is entering a place of covenant with him concerning priorities. Write this down. God will not test a man that he has not entrusted. God will not test you until he has entrusted you with something. God will not test you until he trusts you with something. When you are still nothing, God has nothing with you. It's when he holds you. Come. When he holds you. Hold my hand. I don't have the education of this guy. You are what? A lawyer. What have you studied? Uh, international law. Yes, this guy has studied international law. But I'm holding his hand. When you came here, I was paying your rent. Yes, sir. With international law, yes. you cannot raise rent. Yes. Because it's not about papers. It's about blessings and covenant. Yes, sir. Come. Be behind him there. Come this side. Come up here. This is a politician. Come this side. Political. Hold my hand. Analyst. Security expert. Before the, before the inauguration. Is it on the inauguration? Of the president. Swearing in. Before the inauguration is for us. Assumption of office. Before that, he was giving the military instructions. Wow. Bukati. He has more education than me, but I have something none of you have. It's called the S on my chest. Yes. The S on my chest. When grace comes on you, you are a superman. My work is to take this king and this king and lead them. The Bible says, God said to Joshua, you will divide the inheritance for them. Be strong. Their work is to bring their gifts to the church. He has been protocol head. He has been security head. They are doing it in the church. This is the man that registered our trust deed. By the way, this church has a trust. It's not a person's property. I cannot sell the church. <laughs> Look at this. education, grace, all these opportunities, they still need somebody to guide them to covenant. He brought the president to this church. He's the one that brought the president. You had the president say, thank you so much, Dennis. Does the president know your name? Ask your neighbor, does the president know your name? I'm a where? 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 <laughs> Look at these people. You see why I'm holding their hands? First of all, it is humbling. I am sure something inside is telling you, sit down. What is this? Something is telling you, stand up, stand up. It's an illustration. <laughs> How many of you have seen Dennis on TV? 
you are seeing Dennis, but you should see the grace that is covering him. Why are you not supposed to die? This guy was supposed to die in COVID many times. I, I saw in a vision a dragon killing him and I attended his burial. I was the one burying him. I stood in the gap between him and death together with God. We said, no dying. I said, no dying. Live. You have another bite at the cherry. Another bite at the cherry. Yes, sir. else come and join us. Proud people cannot come, but let, let all the people that are beneficiaries of grace come behind. Uh, who is man? Who is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you visit him. Tell your neighbor, watch your weevil. Kana kiburi yako apu. When I jump, you jump. Let's go. When I climb, you climb. I prophesy to you. This nation shall hear your voice. You will have positions in this country. None of you shall be poor. Stand, stand. Look at these people. Look at the people. Oh, look at your miracle is coming to you. Your testimony is coming to you. Give God a shout of glory. Sit down. I want to show you something. It will not be long. Look at this. God will not test a man. Oh my God. Write it down. God will not test a man until he has entrusted the man. God will not trust a man whom he has not tested. The first key, the first light to go into the next level is putting God first. Pesa kidogo umepata kiburi. Pesa kidogo tu umeanza kubounce hapa hivi. Pesa kidogo Umeanza kusema hello. Na ulikuwa unasema haro, haro. Haro, haro, haro. Kitoko, pesa kitoko you have started saying hello. Are you right? Watu wa kwenda Qatar. Pesa ya Saudi Arabia hapa. Look at your neighbor say put God first. Wacha kiburi. That is why the church of Jesus Christ all over the world is not where it should be because so many Christians are takers they are not covenanters that guy has started a church in Mombasa what is his name Ezekiel everybody who has a tumor if you have a tumor in the battle you are going to Mombasa you don't ask yourself why do you have a tumor because you never put God first shout I will put God first every priority of mine will come after God's priority say it loudly every priority of mine will come after God's priority this is the first day 
test. That's why he said, give me your firstborn. It was not that God wanted a child. He can make a child. Do you know the reason God gave us Jesus is because Abraham gave him Isaac. He was testing him to see if he, has, he can do more. And the test did not go through. He said, no, no, keep your child. God is not in need of anything you have. He's just checking your heart. Hey! Am I preaching? Am I preaching? Also, I know. The test of seeking God first and covenant releases the second key. The second key is called the key of power. Can you say the key of power? After you have put God first, you have tithed, you have built the church, I'm coming. Now, something comes on you that everybody needs what you have. Look at this. Can you say the key of power? Deuteronomy 118. Deuteronomy 118. Deuteronomy. Today I have come. Deuteronomy. Remember the Lord your God. For it is He that gives you power. Deuteronomy 818. This is my weakness. You know it. Deuteronomy 818. But I always have people to save me. God does that to me intentionally. When I'm reading it, it is the one. When I'm preaching, it is. Okay, clear your throats. Actually, let's start from verse number 15. Then we'll come to 19. Verse number 15, please. Uh, verse number 14. 14. Verse number 13. I'm looking for where it is that. Aha. Okay, verse number 10. Verse number 10. 10, 10, 10. Aha. Clear your throats. <clears throat> In this, the reason I tell people to read the Bible is because I found out people don't read the Bible. So I put it for them to read. So they tell people in the office, but they mean I read the Bible. They mean the one in church. <laughs> Clear your throats. One, two, read it. When you, when you have eaten and are full, and you are full, then you shall bless the. You Lord shall bless the Lord your God for the good land for the good land which He has given you. Lift up your hands and say, "I bless the name of the Lord." You lift up your hands and say, "Father, we thank you." For the good land you have given us. Aha. Uh -huh. Where's the next one? Beware. We have not finished. Take it back. Beware. Beware. That you do not forget. The do not forget. The Lord your God. The Lord your God. By not keeping his commandments. His, his judgments. And his statutes. His statutes. Which I, which I command you today. Go to the next verse. Lest. Lest. When you have eaten. When you have eaten. And are full. And you are full. And have built beautiful house. Somebody will build a good house here, a beautiful house. When you have eaten and you are full and you have built your beautiful houses. You will not build one house. You will build many beautiful houses. And you dwell in them. And when, you when your herds and your flocks multiply. And your silver. Your silver and your gold. Your silver and your gold is about to multiply. And all that you have is multiplied. Go to the next verse. When your heart is lifted up. When your heart is lifted up. And you forget. You forget the Lord God. Kumbuka. 
Forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. From the house of bondage. You were bound. Some of you were strippers. Some of you were bound in pornography. Oh, you want me to stay here? I will stay here. Some of you are younger. Eh? Can you shake your neighbor and say, don't forget, don't forget. Shake your neighbor that is looking serious. Say, hey, don't forget you. You are smoking roaster. Don't forget. <laughs> don't forget. Why are you forgetting? Why are you forgetting you are a prostitute? God brought you from Egypt when you were a hooker. Professional one living in Kilimani. Who does house calls? You know, nowadays prostitution is not the one for case. Nowadays it is. Hello, hello. Okay, your appointment is at 3 a.m., okay? 3 p.m. I have a client. Who led you? Look at this. He brought you from Egypt. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for bringing me out of captivity. How many of you are grateful that you are saved? Amen. Don't forget it. <laughs> who brought you out of bondage, who led you through the great and terrible With wilderness, in which were fiery serpents. And scorpions. Some of you would have died by a snake bite, but you are still alive. Some of you would have died of COVID, but you are still alive. Scorpions. And pestilence. Which where there was no water. Who there is no airtime. No tokens. You just said, please call me. Tururi. Revasco. Who brought water for you out of the flinty rock. Am I talking to anybody? I want to show you something. I'm talking about power. Go to the next verse. Who fed you in the wilderness? With manna. I have never forgotten when I was marrying my wife. I didn't have a house. And then I got a house. And the house had a carpet. Guess who bought me my first cup and plate? Genevieve. She's the one that brought me my two green cups and one plate. She's the one. And also, I had prayed for her when we were broke. She got a job and I didn't have a job. So she had a marriage. She brought me plates. Guy name Wega. Hey, this your. Look at this. Who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you. Sometimes God takes you through things to humble you. But some people take long to be humbled. Some people take a. Tell your neighbor, stop taking long to be humble. To humble you. Ah. And to know what is in your heart. That he might test you and do you good in the end and know what is in your heart. My power and my might, my hand, Gain have gained me this world. Don't say that. Don't say it is my power. I wish I can call a meeting for all people who have jobs. Career people. And just I tell you to kneel down and say, Fafa, newe. Nama 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 guy newe. Don't, don't do it here. Go and do it in your house. God, it is you. In fact, lift up your hands. Even if you are poor, say it is you. One day I was called to preach before the president and the deputy president. Then 
the current president was a deputy I was called somewhere to preach to preach for them and then after I preached I called them to come for prayers and they came the bodyguards are behind them and then I told them kneel down and they knelt down I said what is happening here Fafa, am I putting myself in problem <laughs> this is God Lest you say in your heart, my power is my power. Who are you? Ask your neighbor, who do you think you are? Ask them, who are you? Tell them, do you know me? Do I know you? Are you unborgable? <laughs> Go to the next verse. You shall remember the Lord your God. Hey. Clear your throats and read this part. One, two, go. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. God is the one giving you power to get wealth. But never forget why. Read the next verse. That he, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. When the children of Israel were coming out of captivity, and all of a sudden they had silver and gold, God told Moses, tell them, the reason I've given you silver and gold is so that you can build me a tabernacle. Christians have become so proud. You think you have money so that you can multiply cars and houses. Whilst the church is unbuilt, you don't know the purpose of money. And meanwhile, when you die, you will go back butt naked the way you came. If God has had mercy on you, remember it is the power to get wealth that has come on you. And it starts with testing. Seek first the kingdom. When you seek the kingdom, he gives you power to get wealth. Look at your neighbor say, power to get wealth as a mission. My God. Look at this. God said to me, I am about to release something in new breed. Of course, when God says that to you, you start rejoicing. Money. You're giving us money. God does not give people money. He gives people influence. I was complaining to God. I said, God, we are supposed to move by January to our land. Lord, we have not done anything. I'm not, I cannot be an irresponsible leader. There are no toilets. There is no water. There is no electricity, Lord. There are no Sunday school classes. What shall we do? And God said to me, I am the power to get wealth. I am the power. Go and tell New Breed, I'm about to release a power on them. If you see somebody rich, even if they are wicked, it is God. Even if they are wicked, nobody can have power or money without God. The first key is seeking God. The second key is understanding it is his power. And the third key, write this down. The key of giving. Do you know that poor people give more than rich people? Do you know if there are people that don't give money, it's people that have money. That is why every time God wants to take money from the rich, he has to shake them shake them you see that that guy has died and the money is being eaten by lawyers because when they are alive they did not know the purpose of money 
I have seen that the church is always built by poor people. It is poor people that gives the widow's might. While the rich man eh, is celebrating and doing all parties. They don't think about the building of the church. It's a mystery. It's a mystery because Islam, one mosque is built by three brothers. One mosque. They don't do fans drive. But Christianity, you have to tell God, I see three of you here. Fat one, tall one, thin one. Both of you will give one million so that they can give. It is members of churches that have raised false prophets. Christians are the ones that raise false prophets. Because if they will never do it, unless you call their name and the color of their underwear, unless you tell them God will give you something in 24 hours, they will not. Stand up. Look at the way this place is full. But the church is not built. This church can be built in two hours. Look at your neighbor say, humble yourself. This is your piggy bank. Piggy bank with 52,000. Cannot take you anywhere. But it can build the church. Somebody was telling me, Bishop, your church is very young. You are only eight years. Why are you struggling to give? And I told them, because we are not the kind of churches that build after 40 years. We will build this one, finish and build another one, finish, build another one. No bar will be built because a church was not built. Amen. Where we are bought land, the person next is now talking to us to give us one and a half acres. And I was telling somebody that was with me, we need to buy this land. Because if we don't buy it, one and a half acres, a bar will come there. So we are saying, and they are also saying, T, T, Nasema T, T. Yeah, Bazaruth is saying, lift up your hands. You hear there, do, 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 do. because Christians don't know that it's always an opportunity. <laughs> Sit down, listen to me. Nobody should smile now. I'm talking to you. There are people that will not die although their time has come because of what I'm saying. There are people that doors will open for them because of what I've said. They don't have a good background. They don't have education. But God will open doors for them because of what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is what lifts up the poor from the dunghill. Have you noticed that this campaign they, they are no longer talking about state capture They are talking about church capture It is the church that has captured the nation Because the narrative that took the day Is to the Jenga Kanis And God in heaven thought this is a good idea Call them thieves, call them robbers, call them killers. God has smiled on them. Because God will not bypass somebody who considers his purpose. Thank you for those two claps. I'm finishing from here. Genesis 8.22, put it up. Genesis 8.22, I want to leave this with you. You will do whatever you want to do with it. I will have left it with you. 
Wewe mtu wa mpesa wewe jenga kanisa. Mtu wa boda boda jenga hii kanisa. You student build the church with your pocket money. The church is better than a bar. I was laughing with Pastor Eric Were. I was telling Pastor Eric unajua sisi hatunanga wazungu. Alafu nikakumbuka no tuko na mmoja. Apostle Cooks. Hatuna wazungu bwana. Wewe ndio utajenga kanisa. Tuko na Apostle Cooks na Pastor Emily. Genesis 8:22. Look at this. Actually let's start from 20. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. Clear your throat, servant. This is the account of Noah when he came from the flood. God had killed all men, all women, all children. He killed even dogs and birds, mosquitoes and rats. He killed them. And this guy has been in a ark for how many days? And 40 days and 40 nights, God is killing people. They are in a ark. The ark is a type of a church. And then finally God asked Noah to come out. The first thing Noah did after the flood, look at this, clear your throat and read it. One, two, three. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal. Took of every clean animal. And of every every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. You don't understand what sacrifice this is. The animals he is killing are the only ones in the world. They are the only remaining. You have a boat. Everything is dead but you. Will you keep it? You will save it. The first thing he did, he killed clean. Clean. So when you are bringing money to church, don't bring old notes, bring clean notes. Clean animals and offered burnt offering on the altar. And the Bible says the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. And the Lord said in his heart, I will never, because of this man, I will never, because of your faith, I will never again cast the ground. I will never cast the ground, the ground for man's sake. Although I don't know who is listening to me, but God is waiting for you to do something so that God said this plague will never be in your family again. The thing that is killing you guys, it will never. I will never again cast a crown for man's sake although the imagination of man's heart is evil his youth from his youth no we lie again destroy every living thing i will never destroy again every living thing go to the next verse and see what came immediately while the earth remains seed time and harvest it was seed that made god cancel destruction Because Noah did not know what he did. So God decided in, in your ignorance, let me establish a statute. Because you have done it by faith without knowing. As long as the earth remains, seed, time and harvest, cold and heat, winter, summer, day, night shall not cease. You know what? Regardless of your prophecy, I don't care what is the prophecy. God said you will be president. Seed time. I was in a meeting when a prophet came from Nigeria and told Kalonzo Musyoka, he does not know him from Adam. He said, you, I see you are supposed to be the president of this country. 
Everybody will say Kaya. How many of you knew sometimes that Kalonzo will be president? Ah, me, I knew. You, you are too young. You only know Ria. Kalonzo was supposed to be president. Even uh, Suleiman, Johnson Suleiman, he said that to him. And then he said to him, you, there are some things you have not done. How can you, who has not killed, we don't see you building church? You know, we are always talking about, why is he? Where were Naizo tanks, Zako, na holiness? You and your purity, even your virginity, why did you build the church? That's why sometimes a criminal is more important than a Christian who is not doing anything. Have you noticed that we, we prayed, God, kill Mongiki, remove my Nanjanga. God saved him and made him an apostle. And right now, he has 40 bishops under him. Hate him. He has done more than you with your tanks. Paul was killing Christians in the Bible. He was murdering apostles. They prayed, Lord, remove Paul. God called him, saved him, made him an apostle. A gangster can be a very good apostle. Because Do you ever ask yourself why Rahab the prostitute was in the lineage of Jesus? Why would a prostitute show up in the lineage of the Son of God? Because she preserved the purposes of God. It is not about what you think. It's about purposes. Why is it important to build the church? Because that is where people get saved. That's where people get saved. Somebody that has come here and built the church who is struggling with the problem is better than somebody that is straight who has not built the church. Key number one, light number one, seek first. Light number two, power to get. Light number three, give what you got. Every head bowed, every eye closed. 